Child Trends, a Washington-based research group, reports that 23% of Texas girls who become pregnant will become pregnant a second time, a troubling statistic to many in a state that regularly is near the top of the nation in teen birth rates to begin with. 2009 is the first year that Child Trends has released results at city levels as well, and the Metroplex, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin are all well above the state and national averages. Tracy Cousins and Pam Smallwood are working to battle teen pregnancy on the front lines in McLennan County. Cousins as Executive Director of McLennan County Collaborative Abstinence Project, Smallwood as Executive Director of Planned Parenthood in Waco. Both agree that what's currently being done in Texas isn't working from different angles. Tracy Cousins. I think that that is an indication that Texas needs to go back and look at its programs and, and see where we could revamp them, and we need to do more for our kids. I think that that's overall what it's saying. Says Pam Smallwood of Planned Parenthood. It doesn't surprise me in the least because we still are, um, in this country, we are um, not willing to look at teen pregnancy as a public health issue yet. We, We should be having policy discussions about public health. Instead, we're having debates about morality. An overwhelming majority of Texas school districts give students abstinence-only education. Smallwood says the problem isn't that abstinence education is taught, but that students aren't given other options, such as safe sexual practices. Tracy Cousins of McCamp also doesn't believe the current structure goes far enough. He thinks part of the answer lies in making the sex ed continuous, studying the qualitative aspects of sexual pressures that students face, and investing the time to follow through with individuals afterwards. So I think that there's a lack of follow-through and follow up. And I think that what we need to do with our programs is go back and, uh, and add that piece of it. You know, we need to track these kids long term, you know, so that we can do more things to prevent these kids getting pregnant the first and the second time. Pam Smallwood decries the fact that students who will be sexually active find contraceptives difficult to find in addition to not being given information about them in schools throughout the state. There are teenagers who aren't going to abstain. Those kids deserve to know, have access to um, affordable birth control. And we don't in this country have um, people who can't easily go to a private doctor don't have access to affordable birth control, especially in rural areas. Both say that parents need to be more involved than they are and that schools, religious groups, and other community organizations should take steps to involve them early on. Dr. Martha Sherman is professor of sociology at Baylor. She agrees with both Tracy Cousins and Pam Smallwood on the importance of the parental role, but she says it's not always quite so easy in communities where teen pregnancy is the norm. What other people see as a pregnancy that affects a teen's ability to get a job, an education, or build wealth, many see as just another obstacle that, in many cases, their own mother overcame. There was a study in Texas that looked at repeat teen births in 2007, and one of the things that one of the correlations that they found as a big risk factor was having lots of friends that were teen moms. So if you're If you have a baby, your mom had you or a sibling when you were a teen, that environment's worked out for her, it's worked out for you. Maybe not the best, but it's worked out. In addition to the normalcy in some communities, Dr. Sherman said that sexual education cannot be a one-semester, or even in some cases just a one-day class or convocation. It has to be pervasive. You know, it's like if you go to a program for six weeks, and maybe during those six weeks you're all gung-ho about being abstinent or using your birth control pill regularly, and then when that program's gone, you don't think about it anymore. It kind of wears off. And so those messages, if 
If they're the right messages, they need to be more long-term messages. And she, like those on different sides of the battle here locally, says the results of this study should send a clear message to lawmakers in Austin if they want the repeat birth rate to go down. Uh, they need to, they need to re-evalu- evaluate their programs. And we spend money on these programs. If they're not working, then they need to get, be you know, done away with. And new ones need to come out. For KWBU News, I'm Derek Smith.